cage will rattle. Oh, wow! In a Bellator battle, when top contender Phil Davis takes on Yoel Romero in his highly anticipated Bellator debut. Live Saturday, September 18th on Showtime, the home of combat sports. Hey, man, I see you guys on the road, dude. A lot of you bros are losing your hair. Yep. Here's some facts for you. Two out of three bros will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. More than 50 million dudes in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. Everybody looks like George Costanza, but you don't have to, man. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. All right? It's low-cost. Treatments start just $10 per month. Keep offers generic versions. Discreet little package shows up at the crib. Proven results. I got you, man. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key here. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act right now before your hair is completely gone. If you're ready to take action prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash BTB. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash BTB to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash BTB to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash BTB. Traded football for some fat gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place. But I keep the ground with T.K. This is the best I've ever felt. Started doing stand up, there's a new hand I've been dealt. So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt, it's time to go below the belt. What is happening? Welcome to Below the Belt Monday morning. Yes, 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 yes. Here we are. Here we are. I'm hydrating with this liquid death. This is not a tall boy. This is water. Although I do wish it was a tall boy. A little early to be drinking, though. Maybe I'll drink on fire in the kid. Huh. Had a raging headache since Friday, so that's fantastic. Probably a tumor. Be cool. Also, tune in because you don't know how long I'll be around. Fresh off the plane from San Jose. Shout out to San Jose. San Jose Improv. Great time. Uh, listen, man, when you're booking Airbnbs on the road, it looks great in pictures. And then you get there and they fail to mention that they're the next door neighbor is going to have a full on farm. And there's a rooster, uh, every morning at 6am, like the straight up old school rooster, the like loud dude, every morning, every morning. That's something you guys should put in the, uh, the bio there on, uh, the Airbnb. Great place, good location. We'll have a, the loudest rooster you've ever heard every morning at 6 a.m., no matter what. That thing's just howling, dude. And then this how you know I'm getting older. I uh, Between the shows on Friday, I was a little tired. I was like, oh, I haven't had a Red Bull in forever, so I drank a, a sugar-free Red Bull. Bro. So my drink every morning, I saw Dan Campbell, the the head coach for the Detroit Lions. Everyone's like, you won't believe his drink. He drinks what they say, four espresso shots in a, a coffee and then drinks another coffee. I'm like, big deal, dude. Put your put your big boy pants on I, every single morning. What's he do here? Detroit Lions head coach told reports that on the daily, he drinks two Starbucks venti iced coffees with double shot, shots of espresso. espresso. All right. All right. Well, your boy here every single morning for, I don't know, probably the past year, I start my morning off with eight espresso shots, and then I'll do two shows, and then I'll have a coffee when I get home. What's up, dude? We're both shitting our pants is the moral of the story. We're both blowing our underwear out. Uh, yeah, but coffee just, you know, I think I'm so used to it. My adrenal glands are screwed that it just doesn't wake me up anymore. So I decided to try some sugar-free Red Bull. Here's the thing about sugar-free Red Bull. Me and my brother looked it up because my heart was fluttering like a baby hummingbird till about 5.45 in the morning. I could not fall asleep. You know how that goes. You're so frustrated. It's because it's synthetic caffeine. It's fake caffeine, and then there's uh, taurine in it. I guess the mixture of that fucks with you. So, yeah, man, stay away from that sugar-free toxic uh, chemicals that you're drinking with that Red Bull. It is not fun. Um, moving on, though. Uh, yeah, San Jose, and then not this week, but next week. Not this coming weekend. The next weekend, I think it's the 24th, 25th, I'm in San Antonio. One show Friday, one show Saturday in San Antonio, Texas at the Bud Light Event Center. Two big boys shows, just one show Friday, one show Saturday. I have a killer squad with me. I got Derek Poston, David Lucas, Chappelle Lacey, and myself. 
We have special San Antonio Thick Boy gear just for the live shows in San Antonio. Won't be available online, so get it when you can. Texas, get your shit together. Let's run this. Can't wait. San Antonio's one of my favorite cities. Usually I stay at my favorite hotel. The uh, what's, what's my favorite hotel out there, Jen? Um, hotel um, Emma. Emma, yeah. That's my favorite hotel, but... I travel so many guys. We got to stay in Airbnb. It's just the way we got to go. Maybe I'll stay there. They stay in Airbnb. I don't know. It's my favorite hotel. But uh, what was cool is uh, when we were in San Jose doing shows on Saturday, you had the Triller fights. And the manager, shout out to the manager at San Jose Improv, he bought the fights for us so we could watch them in the back. And I was able to see almost all of them. I missed the David Hay, which I thought he was going to destroy that guy, but David Hay, I missed, so I missed the super featherweight and the heavyweight, which is, you know, whatever. You had Anderson Silva, Tito Ortiz, saw that. Uh, Vitor Belfort, Evander Holfield, saw that. And then also you had Donald Trump and his son and Jorge Masvidal and Junior Dos Santos also commentating. But I couldn't listen to their commentary commentating i think it was a was an alternative feed chin was it like two a different feeds, yeah. was it like a trump fight companion <laughs> so instead of listening to the did he steal my idea instead of listening to the actual broadcasters which was uh port uh, porter yeah it was sean porter 50 cent and some other white dude i don't know uh 50 cent added nothing to the broadcast but he was just there it's 50 cent you gotta love 50 cent but as far as boxing goes okay so I was trying to listen to his comments. It was basically a rally. It was a rally for Trump. Uh, that's all it was. It was a rally. It was so interesting, man. And I, he, he didn't seem like he, I guess he was in the building. He was like off to the side. I couldn't tell. And you can tell he doesn't know fight. Like he, oh, you know, nothing. He was up. <laughs> he so was funny. in New York uh, visiting, you know, for September 11th, doing all that stuff. And then he took a private jet from there, made it to the fights. And you could tell he just walked in and was like, what the fuck am I doing? And they're like, it's a fight. He's like, oh, cool. And someone like filled him in real quick because he was talking to Junior Dos Santos and Jorge Masvidal. And he's like, I mean, who's going to win? He was a great event. I said, it's a great event. And he always doubles down on whatever he says. He's like, it's a great event. Donald Trump thinks it's a great event. And then he goes, uh, well, one guy's a, and you could tell he's like waiting, like MMA guy. You're like, okay, <laughs> here we go. It was entertaining. If I told you five years ago, if I told you five years ago, he said, hey, what's the, what's the status of boxing in five years? I went, oh, uh, I saw the future. I'm like Marty McFly. I jumped in a DeLorean, which are terrible cars. I jumped in a heavy-ass DeLorean and probably broke down, but I still made it to five years from now. Here's the future of boxing. You have YouTubers fighting, and they're going to be like the face of boxing. They make so much money. And then you're also going to have uh, really, really old MMA guys fighting. And then you, and then I'd, I'd go, do you know Evander Holyfield? And they go, yeah. I go, remember how great he was? They're like, yeah. Well, when he's 60, he's going to come out of retirement, and he's going to fight a 40-something-year-old Vitor Belfort. And then also you're going to have Anderson Silva and Tito Ortiz in a legit boxing match as well. Oh, and then real quick, the former president of the United States is going to commentate it along with 50 cent you're like dude what the fuck i'm like that's what's happening i you guys i've always had and again i'm not hating on this i think there's a lane for it clearly there's, there's a lane for it and what jake paul and logan paul have done is you know it's good you know they're making a ton of money and they're getting a ton of fame from it and they're bringing you know light to you know fighter pay and you know the guys who do fight them even when they lose they're getting the biggest bags they've ever got so i support it there's a lane for it and there's clearly a fan base for it i'm all about it this was the first time i've ever watched one of these quote-unquote circus acts of a of a production trailers just awful right it's fucking terrible this is the first time i watched and went oh we've gone too far We've gone too far. When Evander Holyfield got in there, and what I tell you guys, man, and this isn't me hating on Evander Holyfield, I was worried about his health and where he's at mentally because of all the years of getting hit in the head, and he's he's 60, dude. He's 60. He would have had a better shot fighting fucking Biden. It was like, it, it was insane. He, Dude, Evander Holyfield, the great Evander the guy who beat Mike Tyson twice, the guy who fucking beat Riddick Bo, that Evander Holyfield, that guy fell down throwing a left hook fell almost out of the ring just whiffed and just fucking because he's 60 fucking fell through the ropes that's where we're at man 
Um, this is the first time I went, all right, it's gone too far. We got Someone needs to stop this. This is the reason California Athletic Commission didn't sanction this thing. Um, it was tough to watch. This is the first fight. I guess maybe BJ, there's been a, like BJ's last two in the UFC were pretty tough. Um, it gets dicey, right? This was the first one where I honestly felt like uh, it's like when you buy diamonds and they're blood diamonds, you find they're blood diamonds, you're like, oh, this isn't good. You know, you just don't feel great about it. I felt really bad that I contributed to the pay-per-view on Trilla, even though I didn't pay for it, but I did ask them to pay for it. So I kind of had a hand in it. Uh, there's blood on my hands. It's just uh, Vander Holyfield, even though he's one of the greatest of all time, dude, there's a reason why guys don't fight in their 60s. They, it's just... There's a reason it's not what the sport's meant to do, man. I don't, I don't give a fuck what supplements you're on or what uh, regiment, workout regiment. And, dude, f- he's in phenomenal shape for his age. Yeah, you're talking about one of the greatest athletes to ever do it. Of course, you mean shape. But just mentally and the the reaction time and his speed, he's 60. Ask your dad to shadow box right now. Ask your dad to fucking move around the ring and shadow box. Probably not going to be very great, you know? So... It it was tough to watch, man. This was the first one where I went, oh, this is too much. And it's not like Vitor landed like these huge blows or nothing like that. It was just like, you know, Vitor, it was just looked like, a, it looked like, you know, one of those world star uh, video, the hip hop, world star hip hop videos where they, you just see like some bully beating the shit out of some like old dude, like Jesus Christ, what's wrong with the world? That's how I felt with this. I was like, oh my God, who sanctioned this? California's like, not us. Florida went, bring it here. So that's what they did. And this is, it was just tough to watch, man. He looked every bit of 90 years old. And again, it's not like Vitor lit him up or anything like that. It's just, you're hitting an old man, dude. This episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves, bringing more confidence in the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form. Listen, I care about your guys' dicks. I do. I care about each and every one of you and your dicks. Blue Chew tablets combat all forms of ED, can help uh, you gain a little extra confidence in the bed when it's time to go with your girl or your guy, whatever it is, man. Process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with other licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. Best part, it's all done online, man. Don't like swallowing pills? Cool. It's Blue Chew. It's chewable. Forget about the pills, all right? Blue Chew tablets are made in the U.S. of A. Ship direct to you, man. It's cheaper than a pharmacy. So, if this sounds like something you could use, might as well try it out. Visit BlueChew.com for more details, important safety information. And I got a little deal for you guys because, again, I care about your dicks. Try Blue Chew for free. We use the promo code SHOB at checkout. That's S-E-H-A-U-B at checkout. Pay just $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code SHOB to receive your first month free. Again, I care about your dicks, man. Blue Chew, thank you for being part of the podcast. Week one might be over, but the season's just getting crack-a-lack. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports partner of the NFL and UFC, is ready to kick off week two. My Broncos look filthy. That defense, what's up, son? Told you guys. Told you they beat the Giants. I think we play Jacksonville next week. We're going to beat the shit out of them. All right. DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet $1 in any football game in week two. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Place a bet on $1 on any week two game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers free shots at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code BTB to receive $200 in free bets when you place $1 on any football game. That's promo code BTB with this week's DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports band partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In the co-main event, you had uh, Tito Ortiz and Anderson Silva. And it, when you when you see it in real time, when you see it first, um, it kind of, you're like, well, this looks kind of, because Tito's like not really throwing. He's kind of like going through the motions and not trying to take him out. I'm like, oh, is this like a gentleman's agreement? This is like that Mike Tyson 
um, Roy Jones thing. I was like, ah, man, this sucks. And because Anderson's not sweating. He barely warmed up. He's just doing his thing, not getting hit. I'm like, what's going on here? And then you see Anderson hit him. And the shot they had it from originally was from the back. And I was like, oh, this is definitely fake. <laughs> and you, you guys know I don't play that game. You know, like my boy Bradley Martin, like, oh, I think this is fake. But I don't play any of that shit. I don't get down with that. I think the the MMA guys, are, they're not going to take a fall like that no matter how much you pay them. They, they're just, they're, their egos, their legacies on the line, they're not going to play that shit. So when we saw this, everyone in the room was like, oh, that looked kind of weak. I was like, yeah, that was suspect as fuck. Then you see the replay, like, oh, he got rocked by a right hook, dude. Rocked. And he's out on his feet. Almost goes through the ropes. Was it a minute into the fight? Yeah, he got rocked. I don't know. See, this is the difference between Anderson Silva and Tito Ortiz. Love both gentlemen. Love Tito. Tito, you know this. One of them is doing it because he actually is obsessed with boxing, and he's been obsessed with boxing. It's well documented. He won to fight Roy Jones back in his heyday, and Dana squashed that. And then one guy is a guy who, you know, was uh, ran for a, uh, what was he, fucking mayor or some shit of Hunting Beach. It just didn't go well. Didn't go well. And, you know, he's trying to figure things out after fighting, and he's usually a really smart businessman, but he's doing it for a money play. Well, you see what happens. One guy loves boxing, knows the game of boxing. The other guy, you know, Hall of Famer, UFC guy, but boxing was never his forte. His ground and pound and elbows is what made Tito famous. And uh, he got dealt with, man. That's worst-case scenario. I'm glad those fights didn't go longer. That, that Evander Holyfield one should have been 20 seconds. A minute 50 is super generous. But Tito just got flatlined. Did anybody buy it in here? No. <laughs> no, no about it. Anybody illegally stream it? No. One of us. Highlights. Highlights. Two of us. Chin, three of <laughs> no, us. No, no. Chin illegally streamed I mean, it. I mean, no, no. I know, Chin. You fucking illegally streamed Never. it. Uh, I think Vitor would have done the same. I think De La Hoya would put up a better fight, but I still think Vitor would have lit him up. It's just these legends, man. Like, dude, just stay retired, dude. Are you that hungry for fame, man? You've done it all, dude. Stay out of the goddamn ring. It's tough to watch. I can't imagine that did great pay-per-view numbers. The in where, the arena that they did in, it didn't look very packed either. And also, having Trump on, they must have had to pay him so much money to be part of this thing. But um, I think maybe they thought having Trump on, it would uh, – you know, transfer over into pay-per-view sales. I feel like Trump's fan base isn't tuning in to watch him commentate an Evander Holyfield fight. He's just not. So those pay-per-view numbers can't be great. Uh, do we know how much Vitor made you? Let's see. And then Vitor called out the Paul brothers, right? Yeah. I'd watch that. And Canelo. Wouldn't watch that. He I mean, challenges at $30 million on the table, winner takes all for uh, the Paul brothers, and then $40 million for Canelo. All right, well. That's never happening. You should have called out anybody else but Canelo. The pay-per-view share as well as sponsor posts will be added after the fight. Holyfield may earn more than $1 million after adding up pay-per-view sales. Evander's earnings from this fight is tiny compared to his highest payout of $35 million against Mike Tyson. Jeez. Vitor Belfar on the hand guaranteed three hundred to five hundred in his UFC fights. Um, his last fight against Machida, Belfar earned three hundred fifteen. It's reported that B, uh, Belfort's estimated guarantee payout is 400k, and will rise after including pay-per-view sales. I can't imagine those pay-per-views are great. They might make another six, seven, six, seven hundred. Average earning per UFC. I don't care about his UFC pay. Uh, will face Silva's expect to earn 300 grand, and then after adding up the pay-per-view sales, yeah, I don't think those boys will make too much on the pay-per-view sales. Mm-hmm. I would watch uh, Logan or Jake versus Vitor. That'd be a good. Good mat- next stepping stone for uh, Jake. Vitor or Anderson? Ooh, Vitor. Vitor. Anderson's going to be a problem. Mm. Ah, they're both tough fights for those boys. Yeah. Very tough fights. That was about it cracking this weekend, man. Uh, Mixed Martial has been pretty quiet. There was a BKFC, and check out all the finishes. <laughs> Holy this is one that Houston shit. Alexander was on, but he, oh yeah, he did KO. KO, KO, KO. I mean, this is what you want out of bare yeah. knuckle, right? And Louis Pretty see a bare knuckle go to a goddamn decision. It's incredible. Houston Alexander got it done. 30 seconds. Do we have a highlight yes, of we that? Do. Did he look good too? He was Shredville? He looks Shredville. And he grew some of his uh, facial hair back, so that was good. Ooh, hopefully listen to the show. Remember I told him never to shave again? 
Here it is in slow motion. And this is 30 seconds into the fight? Seems like it. God, who the fuck's fighting Houston? West Combs. Boom! Yeah, right on the chin. This guy fought for the UFC too, West Combs, way back in the day. Oh, yeah, old school. Mm-hmm. Boom! God, dog. And there he is on the floor. Who the fuck is fighting Houston Alexander and bare knuckle, dude? Wow. Oh, that guy's out, out, too. Yeah. Out with his eyes open. Shout out to Houston Alexander. Yep. What a beast. Got a lot of knockouts, dude. Dude, all. TKO or KOs is pretty crazy. Jason High got a win. Houston Alexander, Ryan Roberts. Dakota Cochran, unfortunately, lost. Ah, man, the Cochran lost. (laughs) What else you got, Jen? Yesterday was the VMAs, right? VMAs? Yep, I don't miss them. (laughs) I I, I watch the red carpet. I watch all the fashion. Fashion's a little weird these days. It's getting baggier. What do you think of that stuff, that glitter on his face or those little pearls? Listen, man, when you're a rock star, you can wear... (laughs) fucking bedazzled jawlines and stuff like that i wasn't that impressed with connor's outfit but at least he didn't do go too crazy but he usually really dresses up but now with this machine gun kelly and connor stuff so there was two different rumors right Mm -hmm. there's a rumor that and i don't buy this in any facet there's a rumor that connor asked machine gun kelly for a picture machine gun kelly turned him down and that's and then one of his security guards got overzealous bumped into connor spilled a drink and then obviously Connor's Connor McGregor mm-hmm. freaked out. The other thing is they just had words, and one of Machine Gun Kelly's uh, people got too like crazy and bumped into Connor, spilled the drink, and Connor thought it was Machine Gun Kelly, and then went after him. So the rumor, according to Madness MMA, is Connor Madness wanted- MMA. Madness MMA. Oh, that's legit. Okay. All right. So they- yeah, let's listen to that. Apparently, Connor was asking Megan Fox for a picture, not uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly was like, no. And kind of shoved them. Uh-huh. That makes the, more sense. Yeah, man, and spilled the drink. Yeah, and then spilled the drink. Uh, that makes more sense. Up. Like I don't see Connor asking Machine Gun Kelly, and I'm a fan of both of them. I don't see him asking Machine Gun Kelly for a picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I this is what's interesting, and this is where I think a disservice has been done with this crossover of YouTubers and celebrities, box and stuff like that. Do you guys have any idea what Conor McGregor would do to Machine Gun Kelly? I heard one person go, well, Machine Gun's like 6'6". Six, six. Dude, I don't care if he's eight fucking foot tall. Do you have any idea what a professional fighter would do to your average bro? you have any clue? The line has gotten so blurry because we're in this weird YouTube celebrity boxing world where everybody thinks they're tough or the lure that a fighter's just the same as these other guys because you're all dressed up like assholes on this red carpet that he's not a fucking lying among a bunch of dudes in makeup is insane, dude. And it's almost, it almost been better if Machine Young Kelly went at Connor and he just threw a left hook and knocked him out so people can realize what's going on here. The Joe Shilling thing should have been a little bit of a eye-opening experience for these trolls and people like, oh, that's kind of a bad idea to talk shit to these professional fighters. But everyone's like, oh, Joe Shilling's a bully. But it's like, dude, I tell you, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That goes for anybody out there, man. Do you have any idea? What I know Conor McGregor has one leg. I know he lost a fucking Dustin Poirier. No, I, I get all that. You're not Dustin Poirier. You're Machine Gun Kelly. You're a six, six foot dude who's rail thin with a tattoo on your chest and jewels on your jaw, dude. They just get it twisted. And in his world, I'm sure in his crew, maybe he's the tough, wild guy. I get all that. And good for you, dude. In the rock star world, maybe you're a tough guy. Compared to Conor McGregor, you're the you're a soy boy, dude. It doesn't make any sense. Should Conor flipped out and done all this? I don't I wasn't there. I don't know. It's just, you know, I think with Conor's background, it was like, there he is flying off the handles. Who knows? If you got disrespected, these guys are fighters, man. They play by a different set of rules, dude. They just play by a different set of rules. But these guys who think, you know, oh, Connor's small or so he's in a pink coat. I get all that, dude. Dude, you have jewels on your face. <laughs> yeah. You have jewels on your face, bro. The lack of respect is insane to me, man. Insane. Well, we have some footage here. This is it? Yes. Yeah, so there's a few uh, few video shots. Yeah, Madness MMA got all the fucking <laughs> yeah. down. Hold up. Oh. Let's see that again. Uh, I bet you the VMAs, MTVs, never have another fighter on the red carpet. I know. <laughs> so he's throwing a drink at, at Machine Gun Kelly right there. And then we'll look at this. Is it because he turned... 
And what's Machine Gun Kelly saying right now? Can't tell. But of course, there's like a ton of like, security. Let him right through, there. dude. I'm telling you, even on one leg, you'd be a tough night in the office, Machine Gun Kelly. You see Connor kind of throw something there. Comes back again. I think Machine Gun Kelly's too. He's uh, stupid enough to play that game. Main Fox's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was married to a guy F90210. What is happening right now? And they're just giggling. The girls are giggling. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you invite a fucking white line, an uh, Irish white line to your fucking red carpet and disrespect them. That's what. Ooh, almost landed. Yeah. That would have been good for him. Look how Connor looks so upset. And he has one leg. Yeah. Just tell me you had a little scuffle with Connor McGregor on the carpet. What It's funny because Connor, uh, what he, I think he had to introduce him, right? I didn't see it, so I don't know. And then Bieber was like, thank you, everyone. He's like, in this COVID stuff. And uh, he's like, Connor, next time, my boy. Like, All right. <laughs> yeah, Connor still stole the show, even though he doesn't sing. Let's take a little break from the fight shenanigans because, hey, man, I see you guys on the road, dude. A lot of you bros are losing your hair. Yep. Here's some facts for you. Two out of three bros will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. More than 50 million dudes in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. Everybody looks like George Costanza, but you don't have to, man. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. All right? It's low-cost. Treatments start just $10 per month. Keep offers generic versions. Discreet little package shows up at the crib. Proven results. I got you, man. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key here. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act right now before your hair is completely gone. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash BTB. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash BTB to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash BTB to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash BTB. This episode of Blow the Bells brought to you by Element. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink that you mix when you need electrolytes, all right? No sugar. Element is formulated to help anyone with electrolytes needs. We got you. If you're on keto, low carb, paleo, we all got you covered. Element contains science-backed electrolyte ratio, 100 milligrams sodium, 200 milligrams potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium, all right? With no junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients no gluten no fillers no bs all right it listen if you're dehydrated man you're just not doing it right you're lethargic you feel tired you gotta up your hydration level and do it the right way with element all right all athletes are using it comics podcasters moms stepmoms aunts whatever it is plus you get free shipping man that's right free shipping you can purchase Element, all right? You get a sample pack for the cost of just shipping. That's $5. Each sample pack includes eight packages of Element, two citrus, two raspberry, two orange, two raw unflavored for you raw dogs out there. I prefer the raspberry, all right? The offer is limited one per customer. So get your free drink Element sample pack. Drink Element is a healthy alternative to sugar electrolyte drinks. Each grab-and-go stick pack replaces essential electrolytes with no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no BS, no junk. And Element has a very special offer for you guys. Claim your free Element sample pack. You just got to cover the cost of shipping, which is $5. So get yours here. Drink Element. That's drinklmnt.com slash BTB. All right. So let's just listen to some of the stuff that Trump said here. What do you say to those who are like, what's Donald Trump doing at a boxing event? Well, I've known every one of these fighters for a long time, and they're great. Anderson Silver and... Uh... <laughs> Anderson Silver... <laughs> <laughs> That's one of them. And this is when he's talking to JDS. He was a great fighter with a great punch. Yeah, actually, his grappling game was the, you know, he's a boring fighter. He was a great fighter. He's talking about Cain Velasquez. 
with a great punch. Great I mean, fighter with a great punch. That's not too bad. I mean, Kane has the, his knockout of like no and shit. He's a monster. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's not. They're reaching there. Given no chance and body type. You talk about body type. That's not a body type for a fighter. It doesn't seem. But he was so loose. You know, he's really a good fighter. That's also kind of true too. He's talking about uh, Tyson I mean, Fury. Yeah, Trump and Fury have the same body. <laughs> Anderson Silver's tough. Silver one. Other than that, he did all right. More coherent than Biden. You imagine if Biden had to do this? It'd be impossible. It, I mean, you can't do it? No. Nah. Damn, it's called the Trump cast. <laughs> That's fantastic. If, you want to watch a little bit of this? I haven't seen this one, though. Sure. I think Junior's a little bit on the large side. Very exciting, isn't it, huh? Yeah. Very exciting. Now, two great fighters. One's a boxer, though. The other's uh, Here he is. MMA. I told you. <laughs> It could be rigged. It was a little revolutionary at the time, correct me if I'm wrong, but you outbid the Vegas casinos yeah. to get that fight, and you made a pretty tidy profit, yeah, did you not? It was, a good, it was a great fight for us. It was a big fight. It only lasted for a very short What's time. What's he talking about? However, I don't know there. All right, that's enough of that. Yeah, entertaining, though. I guess the crowd ch- chanted, we want Trump. At every college football game, Blue State, Red State, fuck Joe Biden. Wow. Yeah, I think that's... Those stadiums are packed. Okay. Also on that card, so Tito didn't make weight, right? Tito didn't yeah, make five weight? five or ten over. So he had to give 20% of his purse to Anderson Silva. So he got knocked out and had to give him 20% of his purse. Tough night. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you're going to meet your dad at Thriller. Don't run away. I got 30 minutes. You're going to take it all. You cannot run for that, man. You've been running for me like crazy. But now, you're on the corner, man. How are you going to refuse to fight me? You're going to look bad, man. You're going to look like a coward. You cannot be a coward. You've got my respect. Come fight me. So mainly he's going after Jake where Anderson wants Jake or Logan. Yeah, Vitor or Jake makes sense. Logan, Anderson makes sense. God, those are tough fights for those young boys. Yeah. A tough night, man. That's really, really tough. And so for the $40 Jake, million. Vitor's a fucking fight, dude. That's a fun fight. <laughs> Who do you think has it? It'd be tough not yeah, to right? bet on Vitor, man. Vitor looked pretty crazy. I'd assume Vitor's a slight favorite. But I think uh, Jake's going to fight Tommy Fury next, if I had to bet on it. He did say that. He, he said wants something. a real boxer, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to keep fighting MMA, guys. But if he does, Vitor's a tough one to get by. Because Tyron Woodley didn't get the tattoo. And also, like he said, you're supposed to get the tattoo regardless of getting a rematch. So oh, you, wow. you haven't even gotten the tattoo. And you're supposed to get it if you lose. Yeah, the fight's not happening. And now he wants to do it just so he can get a rematch. So he's like, he wants to go for a Fury's brother. Yeah. All right. And the forty million that he's offering Canelo, how could even? I don't think he's even worth forty million, right? Triller, this thing gets sloppy because I know I think Canelo had one. I know he was on DAZN, so you have to DAZN's gonna have to mess with Triller. I guess they could put up the forty million. He's throwing forty million out for a reason. I wonder if Triller's okay. If you get a fight with Canelo, we'll we'll, we'll do the forty million purse, which just jeez, I don't know how they're coming up with this much money. Oh, they won't be around in two years. It doesn't seem that's like how, it. That's, that's how this works out. Oh, this is before the boxing match, but Anderson Silva talking about Dana White and George St. Pierre. You know how Dana White says George George can't go to boxing because yeah, of the contract stuff? His rights, yeah. So this is uh, Anderson talking about Dana. Nothing coming from Dana surprised me, brother. I would <laughs> like Dana to free him from his contract. He's in shape to continue fighting. There's no reason why he would keep him. Stuck just for ego. It's ridiculous. That's my opinion. It's ridiculous. Let the guy go. I think Dana would let him fight if it wasn't on Triller. He can't stand Triller, and Triller keeps talking shit to him. Oh, okay. That's fine. So I think with Triller, he just doesn't want to give them any sort of satisfaction. Gotcha. It is kind of jacked up, though, right? Because so even here, the the head of Triller, Ryan Kavanaugh, was saying, like, George St. Pierre, he made it clear that he's never coming back to MMA. Yep. So why not just free him, let him make the money, especially if he's in shape right now and ready to go? Yeah, I'm curious with the contract, boxing, there's no caveat for boxing? Like, yes. How does Dana own his boxing rights? There's something to do with the, the that one rule too, right? Fighting must just incorporate every, just encompass, like, is it jiu-jitsu, wrestling, boxing, mixed martial arts? I remember something about the Ali Act says if it's boxing, it's different, so you should be able to, to do it. But I don't know. Maybe it takes a lot of legal work. No, I agree with uh, Cannavale guy. Yeah, he says it's ironclad contracts. Yeah, he said it earns one of the highest paydays that he would get to fight someone he considers to be on his bucket list because Dana White says he can't. That's just wrong. Agree. Yeah, he's not going to go back to him. Yeah, let him go, Dana. Exactly. You got to let him move on, man. 
All right, this is probably the saddest news. That girl that you know, that worked Ooh, for the UFC. Susie? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Unfortunately, she passed away. That one to get you, man. Yeah. She was the nicest lady of all time. I think the UFC like staff, like Susie and like who else? Reed Harris. Uh, there's tons and tons of people that make the UFC work. Obviously, Dan is the face of it, and he gets a bad rap for the way he treats fighters. But it's not like that. When you're at the UFC, like everybody who worked for the UFC is so down to earth and so nice and so helpful. And they realize that you're, you know, you're going into a steel cage or underwear to fight another grown man. And, you know, the week of the fight, you have to do, you know, promotional stuff and you got to get makeup on, do these interviews. And it's, it's high stress, man. But Susie would always make you feel good. Mm. Would always make you feel good. She's such a special person. Like, and, She's just been around the sport so long. She would know, like, if you're real quiet, she knew not to bother you. She she just, she read the room better than anybody. And she was so fucking nice, man. Such a shame. Such a shame. Oh, yeah. I, I, you're not going to find uh, anyone who's ever encountered Susie, worked with her, has been around her, say a bad thing about her. She's so, she was so nice, man. It's so sad. Anyone that works with the UFC that I follow, they pretty much all posted about her. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's so tragic all right moving on this is dan hardy kind of going in hard on tyron woodley here's this whole quote does he want to get a fight with him or he just he just doesn't like how Woodley handled the fight uh deal with the smission radio boys who i like them yeah uh he goes he looked like a sack (laughs) jesus christ hardy he looked like a sack of shit the other week that was very embarrassing the reason i'm annoyed about it is that he validated exactly what i thought was going to happen i expected more from him like dude you're nearly 40 your rap game's not going anywhere. Your your MMA career is done. You've got a guy in front of you that's been trashing your mom. It's been talking a whole heap of nonsense for how many months? And you've got eight rounds to punch him in the face, and you're already half punching him through the ropes, and then you don't put your foot on the gas because you're afraid of being vulnerable. Uh, that just looks weak to me. It looks weak. It wastes people's money. Yeah, I get it. I get some of it too, but he I goes get hard. It, but it's also, I don't know. And this was the narrative going the fight. It's like if Woodley like releases the hounds and goes full bore and you know risk himself getting knocked out. But in order to get a knockout, you have to risk the knockout. Yeah. So there's only one way to get it done. And I think Woodley was like, "Dude, I ain't getting knocked out becoming a meme. I'm gonna get this paycheck. If I land one, great. If I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not getting knocked out. Like that. That would be the most embarrassing thing possible. So he just never went for it. He just never went for it. I think he would have had a rematch if he went for it. I really do. Mm-hmm. Okay, this this is pretty much out of the blue. So Travis Brown actually has a podcast now, and his I guess his first guest or one of his first guests was Dana White. Makes sense. And this is him talking about fighter pay. He's basically on Dana White's side, of course. Of course. Oh God, here we go. Uh, you guys <laughs> always pay me what you said you were going to pay me, and most of the time it was actually more. So all these people that are complaining about it, that are just talking shit about it. At the end of the day, I'm the one that signed the fucking contract. And then I'm going to turn around and bitch about it, or I'm a bitch about it, fucking reporter, something like that, about it to a reporter. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me as a man. I signed a contract. If I wanted to get paid more, and you guys have always been upfront about it, hey, if you're a free agent, go find a better deal. I always felt like I was part of the UFC. When one of, when one of my contracts went up, we had a bigger offer, but I was like, listen, the best fighters are in the UFC. I'm not trying to be a B-level fighter. I'm trying to compete against the best. You guys have always treated me right. The pay has, has been there. Again, it's always been at least what the contract was, and most of the time it was more. So these people that are complaining, uh, people in the media that don't fucking hear that they hear the little bitch that's crying complaining because you get these entitled people are, I don't know where the fuck it comes from. It's like... They're just whiny little bitches, and then they go to more, more whiny, whiny little bitches, bitches that write about it. There's some truth in this where it's like, you did sign the contract. Yeah. I get that. You did sign the contract. You know exactly what you're making. Now you're you're complaining about it. I get that. Travis was also a top five heavyweight, so he was pretty compensated, you know? Mm. So I get, I get from his perspective, I can get why he says that. But when a lot of these fighters bring this up, maybe selfishly they're talking about themselves and i agree they did sign the contract but i think the when they complain about it's the it's the overall encompassing uh, payout of the fighters like if you're you know first on the prelims on fucking facebook or where the ufc fight pass where they do it these days you're not making shit man and i get you know you you gotta earn your keep and and winning you know solves all the problems i get both sides man i get both sides 
But I mean, I'm sick of hearing about people complaining about. It. I gotta be honest. <laughs> it's I'm happening more now, yeah. Especially yeah, it's happening Paul. more, and people have OnlyFans or they're doing this, or some guys have jobs. But it was deeper, like you said. Remember how the the ratio of the the company getting the money and the fighters getting the money is just too. It's too far of a. If you want to be, you know, you want to say your top five sports organization, and you compare yourself to NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer, and then you're fifth or whatever the hell you want to be. The only difference between all that is you there, there's no the, the equal pay is not there yeah um this is a old school one remember Jean, sean gannon the f- only guy to beat kimbo in the street fights he was a ufc fighter dude he was a cop yeah his police officer too yeah he was uh, unfortunately he passed away there's no details no idea why why he passed away but he passed away Do you remember him in the youtube video kimbo got in trouble for i think uh doing like a headlock and they like freaked the fuck out like, no headlocks. His team was messed up. Kimbo's team. Yeah. They wouldn't let Sean Gannon win. Yeah. He would have totally destroyed dude, him. Dude, remember when Sean Gannon... Dude, imagine getting pulled over by a uh, tough-nosed Bostonian cop I know, who also beat the shit out of Kimbo Slice. So, Sucks he passed away. Yeah. Rest in peace. So there's more insight onto the Gable, Gable Stevenson joining with WWE. WWE. Yeah. So apparently... This is Mark Ramondi. So UFC wanted him to do the regional circuit first, then... Go to the contender series. If he did well there, then he would fight for the UFC. That's fair. But that's, yeah, that's a lot of different things to do. So he, that's why he probably just like, screw it, make money in the WWE. What do you think he was going to do? Jump in there and fight fucking Francis? <laughs> no, but still. That's UFC doing him a solid, dude. That is true. He should get experience. Yeah. But I, I'm sure he wanted to be. Dude, I'm telling you, this is the this is where the lines get blurred, dude. This is the this is my only criticism of these YouTubers and celebrities coming over to fighting, and boxing or MMA, is them jump in the queue and thinking, oh, because I have a wrestling background, I should be I should be fighting these these guys who have trained their entire lives and jump right in there with the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're doing you a solid. He would get annihilated by anybody in the UFC right now. Annihilated. Not even close. Mm-hmm. Knock the fuck out. Not even a competition. So if UFC's going, dude, we want you, get on the regional circuit, get your beak wet. Then we'll bring you the Contender Series, which is huge, a great platform. Sugar Sean started there. Think how big Sugar Sean is. You do well there, and we're going to give you good matchups. Then we'll get you into the UFC. It's so short-sighted. Now you're fake wrestling? Okay. Okay. All right, do that. And it ain't for you. If you don't want to go on the regional circuit, then the Contender Series, and then the UFC, which is a great plan, you don't want to do that, then this ain't for you, dude. You get eaten alive. I don't give a fuck how good your double leg is. You get eaten alive, man. The people don't get the discrepancy of how good the 18th ranked guy in the UFC is compared to a, a gold medal wrestler. This isn't 2002, dude. You're going to get knocked the fuck out. You're going to get seriously hurt. You have a three-fight career in the UFC. This is the UFC doing a solid, man. Mm. But go fake wrestle. Herrera, the guy that KO'd. Israel Adesanya. Have you seen his knockouts too in MMA? He looks great, filthy. (laughs) Yeah. Filthy. He's signed now to the UFC. He's signed. He he has a ways to go before he's at Izzy's level, for sure. They they need this narrative. They need him and watch. He's going to get good matchups. He'll have a pretty easy route to get to Izzy because that matchup, you can, I mean, the the narrative on that is pretty easy to sell pay-per-views. You give him, you know. Uh, a newer guy, this first one, striker. Next one, you give him an, uh, an older striker. Then you give him a vet who's on a uh, you know rough patch. He's going to light him up. He's probably four fights away from fighting, is he? Mm-hmm. This is the guy he's going to fight. There's 17 matches, 13 wins, four losses, and let's see, one, two, two UFC fights. So one loss and one win. I'm UFC. sure he's a striker. Yeah, it's going to be a fun narrative. They yeah. need people for Izzy to light up. For they sure. People. If this guy climbs up, that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Get fun revenge. story. All right, here's a quick one. Ian Gary, it's like a hot prospect from Ireland. He's going to be fighting. Well, he's going to join the UFC. He's a Cage Warriors champion, welterweight. He joined the UFC and then fighting that guy, Jordan Williams, who recently we talked about, the guy that broke into his car, mm. and he beat him up, kneed him to the head. Those fucking Cage Warriors, man. God, they got some talent yeah. out there. They're monsters. So Neil Mag- uh Gilbert Burns. Was I saw actually calling out going Luke. back and forth on Twitter. And he's... Gilbert's number two. Neil's number seven in the rankings. Everyone's so. tied up, though. So if yeah. Gilbert fancies himself a fighter, take it. Exactly. It's a tough fight for Gilbert. And listen, I've known Neil for a long time. Neil trained with Neil, was one of his coaches in the Ultimate Fighter. Love Neil. 
Neil's biggest Achilles heel is really high level jiu-jitsu. Oh man. Gilbert Burns is the high level jiu-jitsu guy in that division. It'd be tough. That's cool that he's down to take that fight too. Kind of has to, unless you yeah. don't want to get paid this year. That is true. And what, Neil's seven or eight, you said? Seven. Come on. Yeah. This is just Michael Chandler making a promise about his fight with Justin Gaethje. Here is a promise to you all. I'm coming forward with the reckless abandon. abandon. Uh, he, will he will take, take the, the first, first step back. back. Which seems impossible, but that's pretty cool. I mean, here's what I promise you all. He's going to shoot a double leg. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the fight of the year. Mm-hmm. Matchup-wise, that's fight of the year. Come on. Chandler Gaethje? Come on, dude. That's such good. Can't UFC wait. 268, when is that? That's the Madison Square Guard in December, I think. December 11th. God, I got to make sure I'm not on the road. If I am, I'm going to reschedule it so we know. It's fight such a pain. stacked card. It's so stacky. Okay, so Khabib Nurmagomedov named BJ Penn as the second best lightweight in the world. Are you saying he's the best? Yeah, basically. Video or text? Just on his Instagram, text. So I uh, went out to breakfast with Josh Thompson. We talked about this. Josh Thompson's like, dude, you got you to think about it. BJ, man, he was a monster. When you break it down, BJ's obviously has the, let's talk about BJ's advantages. His advantage would have been his boxing, amazing boxing, especially at the time. His boxing was ridiculous in his prime. And on the ground, he's a fucking monster too. He said the main thing was he didn't go up in weight and he, he never learned jujitsu the way that, you know, the way BJ did. Like he's afraid to take on crazy, awesome jujitsu players. Khabib said that? No, uh, whatchamacallit. BJ said that about Khabib. Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. I thought I read something where Khabib said he turned down the fight against Usman because of Usman's jiu-jitsu. Have you heard this? Mm-mm. So this is uh, BJ talking. He says, since Khabib has been saying he's the greatest lightweight of all time and I'm number two best lightweight, many people have been asking me why didn't Khabib fight Usman for 170-pound belt or compete at 170 belt like I did many times. In my humble opinion, it's because he's not proficient confident jiu-jitsu. That's where the article came from. Mm. There you go came from bj i believe the reason behind khabib not fighting usman is because he does not know jiu-jitsu Eesh, like i did and he's not comfortable fighting off his back against someone who's bigger and stronger like like i did many times in my career dude you know bj fought leo machida yeah that was such a sick fight nuts crazy i fought one seven one eight five heavyweight every fight i had to fight from my back and survive and come back and fight harder if i was to get a victory it's because my jiu-jitsu experience in fighting in my weight and absolute divisions for years that always prepared me for this Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu alone is not enough to be UFC champion, correct. But to choose one system, BJJ is still the greatest self-defense system in the world, especially for the little man to fight the big man. I disagree. I think it's wrestling. Uh, it was just part of the game. Khabib says Jiu-Jitsu is easy. Hold up. Khabib says Jiu-Jitsu is easy and he is the best grappler ever, but he not fight bigger opponents in higher weight classes because his style is not prepared for this. And that's what Jiu-Jitsu is created for, the little man to defend himself. Ah, guys, evolved, BJ. From the big man. That is martial arts. That is self-defense. BJ has good points. He didn't go up and didn't take on any crazy jiu-jitsu artists, or did he? Dos Anjos, who else? I mean, the knock on Khabib is he just didn't do it long enough. I think if he stuck around, he'd have no choice but to go to 70 and fight some of these super fights. Dustin Poirier, black belt. I mean, he's not BJ black belt, but he's black belt. Um, Dos Anjos, black belt. Pat Healy, black belt. Gleason Tabal, black belt. He beat some shit. He beat the shit out of some black belts. Yeah. But still, I see what BJ's saying. Mm-hmm. I see what he's saying. You know what's crazy, though? None of this matters. Yeah. Never going to see it. Might as well talk about Bruce Lee fighting Khabib. Okay? <laughs> do you remember uh, Kyoji Horiguchi? Sure do. He's not, he was a free agent for a little while, and then now he got signed to Bellator. For was he over point. in Ryzen? Yeah. And came over? Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Be some fun uh, fights for him. He's a monster. He's a monster, yeah. I yes. thought he would be the one to beat Demetrius, but I know, lost. right? He I lost. know. Yeah, he definitely lost. This is one championship, and they're posting a fight that took place in 2018. This guy, George Mann. And the the fight's crazy because his freaking hematoma. It's a Muay Thai match. As it goes on. It's like Hominick against Aldo. Yeah, and check his hematoma out here. Oh, wow, yeah. It's just because how crazy the hematoma is. Yeah. You see the other it happened to me against Orlovsky. Mine was, uh, I don't know when he did it. I don't uh, Maybe on the ground, he kept fucking slapping me in the face. But it, like, it burst some blood vessel in my cheek, 
And then the swelling has nowhere to go, so it swelled up like a fucking yeah. tennis ball. It goes away pretty fast, though. Do you have to pop it or no? No, it went away over time. Yeah, yours is not that bad, though. Not good. Not good. And that's, that and that's from the side. Go to it, Chin. Yeah, it's showing on the other side, though. Yeah. It just swelled up. Oh, now I remember Matt's, too. Yeah, Matt's was <laughs> That's bad. crazy. Okay, so the MMA Rules Committee is going to take a look at that whole oblique kick stuff. That I like it. It's Tom Brady ruined the NFL. You got to you gotta protect your investment, which is the fighters. Even mm -hmm. though it's a short career, you don't want to make it shorter due to these kicks. I'm kind of with it. I don't like him. I don't like it. Yeah, because yeah, you're talking about real ligament damage, dude. You're talking about guys not being able to fight. For a long time, yeah. So that's cool that they're taking a look at it. John Jones is all fuck. <laughs> Especially at heavyweight. I know. With like fucking Francis coming forward. Or even Stipe. Like John's so calculated with that kick. It'd be such a advantage for him to be able to use that. Yeah. These rules won't change by the time John's the heavyweight champion though. Yeah, it's going to take for fucking ever. I don't think they'll even change it. They're just going to take a look at I it. I hope they do. By look at it means they're going to do nothing. So that's cool. <laughs> This sucks, but Mayhem Miller is arrested again. God, I like Mayhem violence. too, man. Yeah, it's, it's sad to see. Yeah. Mayhem had the world by the balls, dude. After he lost to Bisping, it's all been downhill. Mm -hmm. I like Mayhem too, man. That's it's just a shame. A lot of people also are thinking it has to do with CTE. I don't know. Maybe he's just a crazy dude, always been a crazy dude. But he seems like a really good dude, too. Like way back He's a in the really days. good guy. I, I think it's a combination of just never finding his way after he got done fighting. He makes that on top of probably drug use, on top of, you know, I'm sure CT's not helping, but just to blame on CT, I don't think no, so. No, no, they think it's contributing, but who I'm knows. sure it's not helping, yeah. you know, but I, I don't think that's the main cause of his issues. That's such a shame, man. And then did you see... Uh, this? Stephen Bonner? Yes. Oh, there you go. This is such a tough one to watch, too, the video. He just seems like he's not there. I know, man. And a lot of different fighters and people were commenting on his post because he actually posted it himself. Yeah, I know. And what were the fighters saying? Give me a call. You know, we'll, we'll take care of you. Just, you know. Because he wanted like some oxycodone or something? Or? Oxycontin, yeah. And look at his eyes in the video. I know. So oh. they, all these people just want to help him. But of course, you're Strickland. What the fuck did I just watch, bro? Was this from CT or are you just insane? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, Strickland. But the video's just a long... Strickland goes hard in the paint, dude. He does. He's a different breed. So hopefully Stefan Bonner gets better. This is like the second or third time I've seen him in the news for getting a little crazy. I know, man. Don't know much about the background of this, but this is a cool knockout. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he slapped him with his yep. foot. Like right away, too. Low, high. Bam. God, dog. That poor dude that got knocked out. I know. His friends were all in the crowd and shit. Fuck. Why'd he slap him like that with his foot? <laughs> That's a hard slap, too. God damn, dude. Going back to the Triller thing, Tito wants to match up with Logan because Logan lost his last fight as well, and Tito lost this one. Be a good fight for Logan. I think that's probably one of the better matchups, too. Correct. Him and Logan. And Tito's a huge name. Yeah. Logan would probably win that fight. Mm -hmm. I was. Tito's a big dude. Have you seen this yet? This transgender fighter? Uh -uh. We can do it on both. Okay. I'd like to hear Brian's take on it. So this used to be a man, uh, and she won her debut <sighs> These are always against tough, a woman. Dude. Okay. And, but when you look at her, well, there's there's your choke out right there. When you look at her before picture, it gets even crazier. So this is Jake Shields. Oh, Jake I was Shields like, holy fuck, this. it looks like Jake Shields. <laughs> <laughs> that funny. Did Jake Shields do Joanna Man? Um... Wow. So this is his statement. This is the woman MMA fighter that is just allowed to beat up a girl in Florida. So brave of her to transition and then live her oh. dream of beating up a woman. And then check this out. This was her before. Okay, fuck you. Yeah. That was her on the left? Yeah. No. Yes. No. Oh, yeah. What? It's insane. It's a tricky, tricky subject, right? Because that dude could beat up pretty much everyone in here except for you. Yeah, it, it just doesn't... It just... It's tough, man. It's a dicey because let's say this that jack dude on the left always felt like a woman and wants to transition. But then, you know, you can't just say someone can't compete at what they want to do. But I, clearly the bone structure and the I mean, muscle is different than any girl that she's going to compete against yeah. since she was formerly a man. 
the only way w- it would make sense or be fair is if she fought another transgender man who transitioned to yeah, female. Yeah. Fighting a, a girl just doesn't seem right. There's so many advantages. It's just, I, they're definitely, they should be allowed to compete, but it should be against other people that transitioned. That's the most insane transition I've ever seen. Yeah. I thought you were fucking with me, Chad. No. Holy shit. I mean, clearly on steroids on the left, right? We can it looks like that. it. No, no. Clearly on supplements on the left. So all that testosterone, all that, you know, the bigger bones, the muscle, like, dude, that takes years and years and years and years to build up. And that beat the shit out of that girl? She choked her out. First round? Yeah. Of course. I think the first round. Just doesn't make you feel good. What a brave girl to fight. Let me see so, the girl. Uh, scroll in on the the victory pick. Scroll in on that. Oh, they covered her face there. Oh, they covered her face. The camera. That's just not right. And not a small girl. The tr- the one who transitioned, not mm-hmm. small. No, no. Yeah, it just it, it ain't right. It's just not the way it's done. Shout out to the girl that actually took her on. So brave. Yeah. Jake Shields went hard in the paint. I guess they're doing a tribute to 9-11 at the Triller fights. And oh, some girl, God. during the moment of silence, just started yelling out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So annoying. Hell yeah. Did that girl get attacked? No. They just security just took her out though. And she just looks like the <laughs> like what you would imagine. And she's not all there, huh? Definitely not all there. And that's super disrespectful. Whatever you believe in, obviously people died no matter what you fucking. Yeah, so idiot. just and obviously respects. you paid a ticket to do this? I heard this on Morning Combat with Luke Thomas, Brian Campbell. Okay. This one, that Daniel Cormier was cast for the lead role in a, The Warrior, but a TV series for that movie, Warrior. That's a, I mean, it's supposed to be like one of the best fighting movies of all time. I mm-hmm. still refuse to watch it because Brian <laughs> keeps asking me to watch it. And he was Brian in was it, in it, yep. And I refuse to see it, but uh, I'll watch uh, DC. That's pretty cool, yeah. Good for DC, man. What a great dude. Definitely. He's killing it right now. Dude. Like seriously killing he it. crushes it. And I also saw or heard this on one comment too that Jessica Andrade was able to pay off her house and her car by doing nudes and OnlyFans. Huh. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Of all people. How much her, does she make a month? No idea. Know? No idea. I don't think you can find out, right? Like even if you click on it and say how I much doubt it. That's makes. just private. But I would assume, what's it? Is that another picture below? Let's see. Yeah. What's shit like that? I'm not paying for that. But I mean, this one's a little more provocative. But that, that this one, one says sense. that there's nudes. But we don't see the nudes. But there's actually nudes out there. Good for her. Good for her for making money, man. And made enough to pay off her house and car? Yeah. Get you some, Dude. girl. Good for her. Well, there oh, you go. wow. With the belt. Just against the fucking wall. <laughs> exactly. Just like wall paper up? wall. That's cool. So tell me if you agree. I don't. I remember looking at her and thinking she reminded me of someone. I couldn't figure it out. But then I felt like Justin Bieber. Am I tripping? That's mean. It's not mean. Justin Bieber's a good looking dude. But she's a female. I know, but you get still with long hair. Um, Am I tripping? I don't know. She's <laughs> making bank though. Yeah, she's know? making bank. We'll just stick with that. And that's pretty much all the currents. Those are good, especially for a slow fight week, man. Yeah. UFC hasn't really done much. The next one, what, the UFC 2, was it 66, 67 next Saturday? This one is this that's, Saturday. This Saturday, yeah. Lionsmith. That's a good main event. Your boy Joaquin Buckley's on there, Jen. There you go. Yeah, not a great card. Not the best. I'll be watching it, though. Something to do. September 18th, Saturday, too. So, Phil Davis, Joel Romero. That's a motherfucking fight. Yeah. That's a great fight. I mean, by far the best fight of the week. It's a tough fight for Joel Romero in his debut. I would assume Phil's a slight favorite. Yeah, this says Phil Davis has been the betting favorite. No odds, though, huh? No. I bet he's like a minus 140. So that's it for this. All right. All right, kids. That's it, man. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. September 24th, 25th, one show Friday, one show Saturday, San Antonio, Texas. 
We'll have special Thick Boy gear as well just for those San Antonio shows. It's definitely uh, San Antonio Spurs themed gear, but Thick Boy style. It's going to be dope. And then Denver, Colorado, September 30th through October 2nd. The comedy works in downtown Denver. Mom, I'm coming home. Yes, I have tickets for you. Then Las Vegas, Nevada, October 7th through October 9th at the new Wise Guys in Las Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada. Brea, California, one of my favorite clubs. Brea Improv, October 15th through October 17th. Then Dallas, Texas is November 11th through November 13th. All right, kid, that's it. Be safe out there. Be nice to each other. Stay thick. I'm out. The cage will rattle. Oh, wow. In a Bellator battle, when top contender Phil Davis takes on Yoel Romero in his highly anticipated Bellator debut. Live Saturday, September 18th on Showtime, the home of combat sports.